Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. We're here in Houston, and we're going to be talking all about the Heights, what it's like to live in the Heights, pros and cons. We're going to get into it. Uh, today, we are with Dr. Anitra Beasley, and uh, why don't you kick us off and introduce yourself? Yeah, like you said, my name is Anitra Beasley. I'm an OBGYN from Houston. Um, I've been living in the Heights for about 10 years now. I practice at both uh, general obstetrics and gynecology, both at Baylor College of Medicine and Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast. Fantastic. All right, what is the best thing about living in the Heights? I would say that it's a very walkable area. Um, like, so I lived in New York for a couple years um, when I did fellowship before we moved back to Houston. And, you know, I, I think I was too old to live in New York in that time because I couldn't imagine, um, like, living in a, in a place with people that you found on Craigslist and putting up some fake walls and not having space for anything. Um, but there are a couple of things I miss, which would be public transportation, which we don't have here in Houston, or we have it, it's not very good, um, but also just being able to like walk to places. And it is so nice that not only are a lot of things close, it's very nicely situated in the city, but you can actually walk and do things. Yeah, I think that's, I think that is a big factor, um, especially with everything that you have to walk to in the Heights. Mm -hmm. That's obviously huge. Yes. So you kind of started hitting on it, but... So why did you move to the Heights specifically, um, given that you've kind of lived in some different places in Houston and then obviously you were in New York for a bit? Yeah, so when I was thinking about the areas to move to, I really wanted something that didn't seem, I don't really know how to say, pretentious. Um, I really wanted a, a place that was kind of like low-key, but also had some of the things that, you know, you really are thinking about. Good schools, um, good neighbors, safety, um, but also just kind of like a, a, a relaxed atmosphere. And I think that you get all of that um, in the heights. So we're talking about walkability. Um, I think one of the best things mm -hmm. that's walkable or one of the best things about the heights is the restaurants. So. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell us about some of your favorite restaurants there in the Heights? Ooh, there are so many, but, you know, I will, like, I fall back on, like, the same ones just because they are so close. Um, like, Field and Tides is just, like, down the street from me. Even when it's, like, a million degrees outside, I can still walk to it and not be super sweaty um, when I get there. Great food delicious and then they have you know things that are not as high-end like dish society um we go there or we used to go there all the time before the pandemic but like it's you know just a couple minutes away you know even by walking the clotchy shop walking there's other coffee shops around lola where we get dinner a lot of times there's bakeries like um red dessert dive i um, mean those are all the things that are just like really close like I you know swing by on my um, way home and then they've done all of these things on like white oak with oh cultivar bar it's like at the end of my street um, as well um, but then they have all the restaurants that are on like 19th and 20th a street and 
haven't been there yet, but June just opened up and it's also, I, I like to put everything on my street. It's a long way down my street, um, about 10 blocks, but it is there. I am looking forward to that's going the, there. That's the New Yorker and you coming through. Just after those two years, <laughs> right? You're just, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's funny. I tell people when I was in New York, you know, I'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to walk home today. I don't feel like waiting for the subway. It's only three miles. And like now you're like, what? Yeah. You might do that like in December maybe if you, if you had to. But right about now, no. miles, that would be, be a long hike for, for in this heat community. So, um, so we, definitely the restaurants. How about entertainment options? Um, you've got kids, so let's say some. Talk about mm -hmm. kind of first, maybe without the kids, what are some great entertainment options? Well, I would say there are lots of different things that you can go to. They're, they've got galleries, they've got, you know, I mean, one of the main things I do is eat. So, you know, the restaurants that we talked about. But I think it's also really nice to know that it's so close to downtown. Like, you know, when I said we don't have good public transportation, but sometimes I actually do take the bus into the city. Um, but it's like if you're driving, we don't even have to get on the freeways to go downtown. Um, and it's like, you know, less than 10 minutes to downtown. So all of the things that you have in downtown, all of the activities, the, you know, if you want to go see a play, if you want to, you know, go, like I said, I'd eat, you want to go out to dinner, you want to go to a concert at like the Toyota Center or whatever, like it's all there and it's really, really, really close. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, all right, so maybe some more kid-friendly stuff. What do you, you know, if you guys are hanging out on the weekend, what do you, what are you guys thinking about doing? Well, some of it is parks. We've got great parks everyone loves donovan park it is a i guess maybe a public private park it's not a city park but you know it's like a kept up by um the heights but it's got sounds silly but like great playground equipment um but there's always something there or, or somebody there for the kids to, to to play with um so it's a really great park um also like i said it's a very walkable area but there's also lots of like the hike and bike trail like i can hop on the hike, hike and bike trail and they've really done some great things to like not only fix it up but connect it in a way so that there are less times that you actually have to get um like off on like streets um and so we can do that we can go downtown on the hike and bike trail you can get to like buffalo bayou park um, you can go the other way, like down TC Jester. Like there's just a lot of things to do, but those are kind of our um, favorite things to, to do with the kids on the weekends. Yeah, I was gonna bring up the Buffalo Bayou Park. So it's, it's fairly easy to build if you're going either on a long run. I don't do the long runs, but I do like the bike. So it's pretty easy yes. to kind of get off of there and you, can, you don't have to worry about the stoplights or the cars at that point in time. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's so easy. You know, you can just, go on the trail you head by target and then you're going you know downtown to the, Have you tried to the, the kayaking in buffalo bayou park no it looks very interesting but you know i'm like i don't know where to um how to kind of sign up for the kayaking i see it sometimes where the people are like you know uh, uh getting in. like putting in yeah um, but it's normally when I'm like on a bike ride, which doesn't seem like the greatest time to be <laughs> like, let me figure this out. And then I don't, um, I don't do it, but it's something that I want to do. Ask um, Susan about our 
kayak trip together. Um, don't let that scare you from doing the kayak trip, but ask Susan. She can probably tell you how to sign up. Um, the, the kayak trip is, is, is awesome. It's, it's fun. It's kind of a neat little thing as you're coming down, and then you kind of see the city skyline. A lot of neat stuff. Yeah. Um, so definitely, I would definitely recommend it. Um, sounds like you like some of the active stuff, so I would definitely recommend that one. Um, yeah, although the way you said it didn't quite seem like it was something that... If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget, we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. I um, would want or need to do. No, you should do it. Absolutely, you should do it. Totally. It's, it's awesome. Um, it, you know, it, like I said, it really is awesome. Just there was one part of it. And she could tell you the story. It's, it's you know, <laughs> it's, much, it's much funnier um, if she tells it. So... Um, we talked about kids. How about schools? What do you think about the schools in the area? Love the schools. Um, all of the schools that we are zoned to are really good, great schools. Um, I don't feel the need to put my kids in private school. And one of the greatest things is as the neighborhood has kind of, uh, you know, transitioned a little bit, um, more people are sending their kids to school um, in the area. So... The same kids who are going to elementary are going to middle and high school, so they get to, the kids get to keep their um, friend circles. Absolutely. Yeah, and so I have a six-year-old, a 11-year-old, and a 14-year-old. And so my six-year-old is going to first grade, um, and it's the same elementary school the other two have gone to. My um, middle schooler, or my 11-year-old is about to go to middle school, which is the same one that the 14-year-old went to. And then she's about to go, the 14-year-old is about to go to the high school. And, you know, I think we, our house is just perfectly situated. It is like two and a half blocks to the elementary school, um, like six blocks to the middle school. They do have to cross Studemont or Studewood. Um, but there's a crossing guard that crosses them, and then the high school is three blocks away. Like I, I, oh. I could not have done no, better. No, couldn't have done better. That's, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, yes. Huge help, right? I mean, I'm sure they're going to get into after school activities and or sports or whatever it is, and and not having to either miss the, uh, if, if they miss the bus, they miss the bus, right? So they've either got to ride their bikes or they've got to be able to walk back, or you've got to pick them up, right? Um, so no, it sounds mm -hmm. like those are perfect locations. What what schools do they go? Do you have available? What what are those three schools? So the schools that they are zoned to are um, Harvard because it's on Harvard Street, um, and then Hog is the middle school, and then Heights is the high school. And um, we usually try to put school information in the notes um, from GreatSchools.org so mm -hmm. people can do some of their own research. Um, no, that, that's great that you like the schools, and it's even better mm -hmm. when, can, when they're all that close. So you were kind of saying beforehand, yeah. um, maybe walkable in elementary school. You still back and forth on that one. When do you think the when do you think the youngest one uh, can walk? <laughs> well, um, I you you know like he can make it there by himself, and like there's so many people walking to school, and it used to be like even better. So like. Um, when 
the Addison was in elementary school, you know, you could actually like walk them to school and like you could actually walk into the school and like drop them off at their classroom and it was so cute. But then like with more like school safety and stuff, they're like, oh, that's probably not such a good idea. Um, but there's still like so many people walking around the neighborhood at that um, time that it, it it's it's. You know, clearly he would he would make it. You don't have to worry about like him being snatched or anything like that. Um, but you know, there's just so many people like around. Everyone is walking their their kids to school. Yep. It is it, it is. I never thought that I would have that experience living in the city. That, no, very true, very true. I mean, um, you'll see some of that stuff in the suburbs, like around. But our kids have to get on the bus for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you'll get the the three the three groups. You'll get the the bus riders, the bike riders, and the and the walkers. Um, and so mm -hmm. I think walking or being that close to a school really makes it just that much more convenient with all the stuff going on, all the different programs, um, having it that close is really neat. Um, what other oh, fun activities are the, are the kids involved in that is available there for you in the Heights? Yeah, so um, they are, you know, of course they have all of like the after school um, activities. Um, Addison did uh, basketball and what else? She did cross country. She's fast. She runs like a six minute mile. Oh, wow. I was like, fantastic. I was like, <laughs> I don't know that my body has ever seen um, a six minute um, mile. Um, then uh let's see what else she did. i said basketball cross country um the she didn't really ever get into girl scouts and aiden didn't really ever get into boy scouts but they've had the opportunity um to do things like gymnastics they've done karate they've done like some art camps and and things um like that so there's a lot to do i will say i don't necessarily take advantage um of it all but there's certainly um a lot to do any specific, and they golf any specific programs that you know were particularly surprising or fun or that, you know something that you want to kind of call call out call attention to yeah you know so there are some great dance programs in dance schools um, in the area there's opera um, in the heights um, there um, one summer Addison did a like a theater um, I don't know why I'm looking up at the ceiling as if you know my mom would be like what are you looking up there for you think the answers are there um, she did a really great theater program they put on a production um, at the end of the year uh, so there's a there's a lot of things for them to do and then I would also say because all of their friends are in the neighborhood you know there's just the kind of like hanging out and having like play dates even though she says they don't have play dates anymore they have hangouts oh, okay. um so I'll yes have to remember that yes, mine are still hangout. young I, yep. right. yes and like everyone else we got a pandemic pool so like you know friends were coming over and swimming in the pool and i would say because we live so close you know it's like one of those things you see on tv in the morning kids are stopping by and they're walking to school together they're stopping by you know randomly after school um so it's just like a like a fun atmosphere i think i had at some point in time seven 14 year olds and three six-year-olds and 11 year old at my house um this weekend so it's, wow. uh, it's fun you're still here. I, I think I might need a spa day after that one. Um, good for you. Um, on the commute, so let's talk about, so you're down in the med center, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so how is that commute for you? 
Now, I would say that's probably one of the uh, disadvantages. If there's no traffic, like, you know, if I'm having to go early in the morning covering labor and delivery, it's, it's probably about 15, 20 minutes with a little extra for parking and walking in, in, in the building. Like, if coming home at certain times, if the weather's really bad, then it can be, like, over... 30 minutes like sometimes it's taken me even like an hour to get home which I'm like I don't know how other people can do this every day um, so it's certainly a longer commute than the people who are living in West U or Bel Air or things like yeah. that I think it's I think it's worth it um, but it, it certainly is going to be a little bit of a a longer commute now are there other facilities let's say you didn't work in the med center um, are there other facilities that would be um, maybe an equal commute or, or kind of, you know, if you're, if you're a physician working at some of the other facilities, what would other facilities be good to live in the, live in the heights and you could still get to relatively easy? Yeah, so there is um, Memorial Hermann Greater Heights. Um, they have their hospital right there on 610 and Ella. Um, that would be a quick, like, maybe, maybe 10 minute drive um, for me. Um, I could, also ride my bike on the bike trails to get over there. Um, they have some Harris Health Clinics that are um, in the um, Heights, the Greater Heights area that people could work um, in. Um, St. Joseph's is downtown, um, but it does not take very long um, to get there. They've got a smattering of urgent care centers. They've got a Texas Children's um, branch, franchise office um, in the Heights. Um, as well, they've got other like offices, um, things like that. So there, there are lots of places that you could work um, without a huge commute. And then if you're willing to go, you know, hop on the freeway, like we are bordered by, you know, like 610 and I-10 and, and like 45. And so you can easily get on the freeway. So a lot of people will... Um, you know, work up north. And so when you hop on 45 from where we are, you've already passed downtown. So depending on where you're going, you know, it, it may be a little congested, but you're not having to fight with the people who are trying to get downtown um, yeah. you're going as well. against so. traffic at that point in time if you wanted yeah. to go north. I, I think, um, you know, Sue was was on position in mom's group and some, some uh, physician was gonna work in the woodlands and her family had said well no it's not a good place for families again i'm not saying it's not a good place for families that was just the conversation that she was having in her family mm -hmm. and they said you would much rather live in sugarland and she said well should i live in sugarland and people were like you're out of your mind there's no way you're going to commute to the woodlands from sugarland right like that's just mm. absolutely insanity but if you wanted to be in the heights getting to the woodlands wouldn't be terrible right you're going against traffic at that point in time um Right. You know, it wouldn't be 20 minutes, but, um, it, you know, because you've got that easy access to 45, which they've expanded, right, especially down kind of where you are, they've widened all that stuff and that traffic. Yeah. Um, and then you can you can hop on the Hardy um, and just go up there. Like, like for me, still not the Woodlands, but I'm, like, equal distance from, like, IAH and, like, um, Hobby. And so it's like I hop on the on the Hardy and, you know, just jog on over to the airport so you just stay on the hardy and, and keep going a little bit north um yeah i think so again when i early on susan was was working in the med center and i was having to travel 
that was the thing. It was, you know, if you have an easy, I didn't care where we lived. It was just as long as it had easy access to the airport. And so, mm -hmm. just like you're saying, IH is the big airport, Hobby's the one down south. So, it's very centrally located from that perspective. Um, mm -hmm. And they've done a lot of great construction around that whole area to, to clean that up. So, much, much easier mm -hmm. to get around. But that was a nightmare for, that had to be a nightmare for you for that period of time. Um, or did you not have to deal with kind of that traffic on the 610? Eh, I mean, it was kind of, so like it's one of the things that is another great thing. Yes, it was a, it was a pain. And I don't think whatever they did to 45 really fixed anything. Um, so I'm, I'm a little curious as to how you can spend that much money and not fix anything. But, um... Like, I was able just to drive through downtown um, and, and get home. So it took, a, you know, a few extra minutes, but it, it's not like I was sitting on the, the freeway. And, you know, you could stop yep. and get something to eat, uh, pick up something. Um, so it, it wasn't terrible for me. Very good. So with you being there for so long, 10 years, what kind of growth have you seen in the area? Um, it's change, like, so growth and change. So the, I, I feel like, you know, maybe even a little bit before I moved there, it's not the place where, you know, you'd be like, oh, everyone wants to move to the, to the heights. It was more of a, a place that was, oh, one day this will be great. Um, and I think it's become the place where everyone wants to um, live. And there's been a change kind of like, so, you know, all, um, so depending on where you live in the Heights, if you live in like the Heights proper, um, it's a historic area. The houses are um, normally craftsman houses. And so what you've seen is a lot of the bungalows being t uh, um, added onto um, and kind of like the having like a kind of like a higher price point. Um, for the houses and kind of changing um, um, kind of who lives there but I think it's it's still like very nice like my house the person who next door to me they've got a um, a greenhouse they sell plants like real plants not fun plants oh, they sell plants um, on the weekends there's like a hardware store at the end of my house so it's still at the end of my street um, so there's still like you know, while it's changed a little bit, there's still kind of like the quirkiness of like the heights. You know, you'll go by someone's yard, they'll have like some sort of huge statue or like uh, uh, artwork or something like that. Oh, and then I forgot. Um, so like in the middle of the heights, like Heights Boulevard, they have like art exhibits on it. So it's like, you know, every few blocks, there are like these art things. So like you're running by them, you're seeing them, all of that stuff. And that's new. That hasn't always been there. And so it's like really like nice and fun. That's good. Yeah, that's I good. think, um, yeah. Are, are, are you seeing a lot of teardowns through the heights? Um, or is it mainly just the renovations? So it's yes and no. So if you live in the historic part of the heights, it is, it is difficult to tear down a house. So you have to say that it would cost you more to renovate the house than to build a new house. And they've got a lot of things that you have to do. Um, like if you're renovating it, you know, whether or not the windows have to look, you know, um, um, authentic and they have to be like glass or whatever it is. So there's a lot of specifications that you have to make. And then depending on kind of like the year when you're trying to redo your house, like what you can and can't do to it, 
um, might be a little different. Like now they're really going back to kind of like the the camelback houses where the front of your house really has to look the same as it did historically. And so you can add on kind of like to the back. You can add a two-story on, but just really on the back sure. side. Um, if you don't live in the historic area, then you can tear down the house and you don't have to get like the city's um, permission. And so I would say in places that aren't historic, we're seeing a lot more like teardowns, um, and in the places that are historic, you're seeing more of the renovations. Okay. And with that has come, I know there's a lot of new businesses that have come into the area. Um, obviously, it's a thoroughfare for tons of restaurants. And even, I mean, the good restaurants mm -hmm. come and go too, so you've always got variety. Any other businesses right. that you're kind of like, you know, 10 years ago, you're like, wow, we really need one of these, or um, anything like that coming in that's made, made, made your life more convenient? I think that like there's there's so much like where um, I'm saying this as if everyone knows where I live, but I'm like there used to be like this post office between Heights and Yale, which was nice if you need to go to the post office. Um, but like now that is like a shopping center that has restaurants, it has somewhere to get your hair done, it's got you know the uh, breakfast places, it's got a clothing shop. So you've got a lot of those things, and then also. Um, Again, I'm talking as, as if people know it. There's another kind of like Heights Mercantile, like right by the hike and bike trail um, on 6th, 7th, 7th. And so those shops did not used to exi exist. So there's like a Lululemon, there's an ice cream shop, there's um, local foods. There are really cute little shops where you can like buy clothes where like you're like everyone's not going to have this but it's going to be really cute it's going to also be you know affordable you've got candles you've got all kinds of stuff so there's a lot of stuff like that you can do it's almost like being in a really good small town so if you didn't want to leave the heights to do whatever you wanted to do you wouldn't have to and then of course you know they've got all the things that i'm a kroger type of girl but they've got the heb that everybody yep. um loves like we're flanked by hebs yep. i can choose two different hebs to go to you know i i think that's the best description when you said it's like a small town it does have that mm -hmm. feel because like you kind of alluded to a couple of minutes ago it's got a hardware store at the end of the street right so you've got something mm -hmm. like that and then you've got plants and you've got other Kind of, you know, got some food markets, not food, um, the farmers markets that'll pop up once in a while in different mm -hmm, areas, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so you can, and then it is very much self-contained. You wouldn't have to leave the heights if you don't want to, right? Um, right. Especially if you either worked at that that hospital or just any of the other local businesses, um, they've got mm -hmm. lots of offices right there. Um, small town, it, it's got just a neat. I, I use the word funky in a good way, right? I mean, it, it definitely's mm -hmm. got. A funky feel in some places and in other areas you're like okay this is like a normal kind of big city type of place um, so yeah I think that's a great I think that's a great little description so um, we'll, we'll leave it at that one let's move on to pros and cons um, uh -huh. so what would you say are maybe three to five kind of pros of, of living in the Heights well I've talked about some of these I would say that one it's very 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 walkable um, and like you don't feel like I remember when I was in in college I lived in these um, apartments and you would just 
Like even going across the street to the convenience store, you would get in your car and you would drive. And like now it's like you really want to walk around. It's like you see your neighbors, you know, it's, it's a nice place to walk. Um, two, as I said, um, good schools. Um, three, I think that it's also very safe. Like, you know, when I tell people that I get up and go for a run at like five o'clock in the morning and I'm like, I feel a hundred percent like safe doing that. And there's a crazy amount of other people that are walking around at the same time. I think that the people um, in the neighborhood are also really great. I think that um, it, it's like you've, it, it's, I feel like it's kind of got my vibe of a, you know, it's kind of like a more progressive, not that, you know, you have to be progressive to live there, but it's kind of got more of a progressive vibe there. And so, you know, you can put your yard signs out, you can do this, you didn't, so like, it's nice. And then you see the other people's yard signs. So it's just a very comfortable place um, to live. Oh, so you talk about the, the safety. Um, would uh -huh. you have said that five years ago, plus or minus? I think I would have said it five years ago. I don't know that I would have said it, you know, 15 okay. years ago. Okay. Um, I don't know that I would have even said it as much 10 years ago. Right. Um, okay, yeah. But I, 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 think... I, I when you say that, um, I think it might still have kind of that vibe of, you know, being so close to the city, right, that it wouldn't, mm -hmm. you wouldn't feel as safe, right? So it's really interesting that you say that and that you feel comfortable um, running and walking early in the morning. So I think that's mm -hmm. really, really good. Um, and you might only hear that from a, from a local. So that's that's yeah. really cool. Um, let's move on to cons. Um, yes. What do you think about the cons? Um, well, we talked about it a little bit. It would be um, the commute, like depending on where you live, you know, I'm not going to be able to um, get somewhere other than like downtown like I'm not gonna be able to get to the med center like quickly and there's some it, it's like I love where the Heights is situated but it's like there is freeway access to some places but a lot of other places that you want to go there's not freeway access does not help so like when I'm going to the med center I am going down Studemont Montrose like straight down you know that street could I get on 45 yeah but it's not gonna help me so like there's only so fast you can go that way if I'm trying to get like onto like Kirby you know 59 in Kirby there's not a great way to get there without just going down Kirby so there's a lot of that like you know someone who doesn't live very far from me it may take a long time for me to get there um, and because the Heights is so neighborhoody, um, it's like, you know, the, the streets are, are like small streets, you know, it's like a one lane street. So, which is nice because that increases the safety and the safety of the kids walking to school. And it's not something I complain about in the neighborhood, but you're not going to get somewhere, um, fast, um, in that way. Um, I think that another con would be like you were saying is what people kind of still think about the neighborhood. Um, but I also don't mind that a little bit because that means, you know, I get to keep it to myself a little bit and it won't get like overly um, crowded. Um, 
I, I think you can go plus or minus on like the historic. I love the fact that it's historic and you know it keeps the the um, kind of like the feel of the neighborhood. Um, but for some people, it also means that you know you can't do just whatever you want with your house. You know your setback's going to have to be a certain amount. Um, it's you can't divide your lot. You may not be able to have like. Um, uh, do what you want if the lot's not a certain size. Um, so that could be a con uh, to some people. Um, but I mean, I really don't have a lot of cons because I love the heights. I'm like, I would, I, like, I would never want to live anywhere else um, in the city. Yeah, I think the one-way streets are always fun, right? Um, especially if you're not used to it. There's been plenty of times where we've gone to eat, and you know, your Google Maps obviously are a godsend. But you're driving, you're like, okay, but it's right there. You know, it's like, turn, turn. No, no, it's a one-way street. It's a one-way street. Right? Mm -hmm. so you, yeah. You know, can't always get around that way. Um, it, you haven't had any flooding, right? No. Insurance. Um, but the, the heights actually is a little bit higher than other areas of the um, city. So even, like, during the you know those couple of years where we had like a yeah. flood like yeah. every few months yep. like the areas around us would flood and we wouldn't necessarily be able to leave the neighborhood um we were like on our own island like yeah. so we still had electricity and power and all that stuff and you know you could have even walked to restaurants and things like that but no one could get in to like deliver the food or you know work there and right. so, um, but it's, it's, it's really nice because we haven't had any, like, you know, flood damage to our houses and, and, and things like that. So, no, that's I'm, good. I'm, it's interesting you say the island because that's, yeah, I would have described it like that. Because I know um, it's great that you don't have the flooding, right? That's, that's you know, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And as long as it's, it's kind of short-lived, um, it's easy enough. Everybody kind of just rolls with it. Maybe a little bit yeah. if they were extended. I had a rental property out uh, west and when it yeah. when it flooded one of those years it was kind of like in this little island and um, I was unable to, to get to it and I literally like, I called businesses I triangulated like businesses around it and was like you guys open yeah yeah we're open um, so it's like okay if these three businesses are, are open um, I was pretty uh, certain I didn't have a tenant at the time so I was pretty certain that we were okay um, right but no, no, that's it's really it's really important because at that point in time life goes on, and then you talk about the power. We do have a lot of you know times with the storms or whatever. Have you had much trouble being so close to um, everything? They they keep the power on there for you pretty well, don't they? Yeah, we had um, power, and like so for the the freeze, we actually you know our power um, stayed on the entire time. So I don't know if it's because of the grid we were on or whatnot, but we did not lose um, power at all during that. And I can't think of a time where we've had a significant um, power loss. So no, that's we're doing huge. Good. Um, you know, when I first met Susan, I was living downtown. Um, I was in Edo, and we first started talking and my power was out for I think less than 24 hours it came back on and she was without power um, for close to two weeks um, Ooh. And so yeah there was there was it was it was tough um, and so just different areas and obviously mm -hmm. it, you know it really depends um, on kind of what happened which tree blew on what you know transformer right. yada 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 but there's just certain areas that 
they sort of do um, maybe a better job keeping up or whatever it is. And I know I know you guys are usually um, pretty self-sufficient in that area. So um, I think that's another big big thing. Um, anything else you would want to let or you would want other people that are moving to the Heights um, that aren't from Houston, right? They're kind of considering a move to Houston, our, our great Houston area. Um, anything else you'd want them to know? Um, I just feel like the Heights is like a hidden gym. Like everyone I know that lives there, you know, loves it and is like, I'm not trying to move, you know, anywhere else. And so many people that I know are like, would love to live in the Heights. It's, I mean, there's just something special about it. And like, I think one of the most special things is like just the ability to connect with, you know, people in a way that you kind of think about like in a neighborhood growing up where you're just like, I, I'm seeing my neighbors because they're out walking, you know, their dogs. I'm seeing my neighbors because they are walking their kids to school. I'm seeing them, you know, in my Pilates class. I forgot to tell you one of the things I love. I love my Pilates class. And guess what I can do? I can walk to it. Um, and so like, I, I think it's just such a, it's just got this like energy that I don't think that you get from a lot of other places. And I would say since this is a podcast for doctors, I mean, there's a lot of doctors that I see like in the neighborhood that I, you know, know, I, I can think of two or three or four, like as I'm counting, that I work with that live in the Heights, plus like all of the other ones that, you know, live around. Well, I think with your review, I think, um, I think you're gonna get a lot more. Um, it really sounds like a fantastic area. Um, we only know it because of you know our travels in from a food perspective. Um, again, maybe mm -hmm. when I was you know more young and single, um, you know, going down there, there was some different different things that you could do. Um, but I've been mm -hmm. there quite a while aside from the food. So awesome, awesome yeah. talking to you about it. Um, I think that's it. Um, I, I can't thank you enough for for taking the time and talking to us about it. Um, super important. I think people are going to get a ton of value out of, of hearing your perspective on it. Thank you for joining us on the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast. We've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in the heart of Texas. If you're considering a move to Houston or within Houston, we're here to guide and assist you. Don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. And remember, the charm of Houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods. So make sure to tune in next week where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in Houston, offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities. Until then, stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect Houston living experience. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode.